All right, welcome to Tracking News. This is Nick. I'm here with probably one of my favourite enduro riders on the New Zealand cycling team. Always very entertaining to watch. Makes his uh, bread and butter smashing out kilos, which uh, not many people seem to enjoy doing, but um, I guess this guy might enjoy it. I'm not sure. Either way, um, yeah, welcome to the podcast, Nick Kurgazu de la Boussière. How are you doing? Yeah, you nailed that one. Uh, oh, yeah, Kilo. Kilo's got to love them. And then, yeah, you nailed the name as well. Uh, well, I was going to ask, like, wh- where is your name from? What's the origin? And Yeah, so it's uh, French. Uh, Mum's parents were both. Uh, one was from Jersey and one was from uh, Bretagne over there. So, yeah, from my uh, grandparents, the heritage there. Oh, wow, that's interesting. So Jersey, the, the Channel Isle that could, should possibly be French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is yeah. it is it annoying when commentators and interviewers mangle it, or? Oh, I think it's quite entertaining. Uh, the probably amount of variations I've had from locally in New Zealand to internationally. Uh, you've always got to have a good laugh about it, and yeah, it's something from a young age the boys would have a laugh, and you know I've been called Kurtzazu and Kizagu <laughs> and a lot of different uh, abbreviations of the name. You got used to it though. Yeah, yeah, nah. It's a pretty cool, unique name. So, uh, nah, stick with the family roots. Yeah, fair enough. So, you're from Invercargill originally. I'm guessing you started on the track down there. Like, uh, how how and when did you start track track cycling? Yeah, it's a pretty cool uh, story how I got into it. So, Julian Arneson, a lot will be uh, aware of him and his presence with the cycling in New Zealand. Uh, He's just been commentating Crit Nationals today and he was commentating um, New Zealand Cycle Classic and Taurus Southland and so on and he was my year six teacher and uh at end of year breakout he took the whole class to the track and it was my first ever time on the track and I got up to the top and he pulled uh pulled myself and my mum aside and said oh look I think he should stop rugby and get on a bike and literally that's where it started and it was pretty unique because he got me on the bike and he coached me right up to getting in the New Zealand team so I got a lot to thank for Julian Arneson oh wow that's that's awesome yeah. So, yeah. I mean, um, you, you raced as a junior. What what age was that? Sorry. Year six is uh, 12, isn't it? 11, 12. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time ago, but um, yeah, somewhere along the lines of that. So yeah, obviously the Invercargill having a, the first uh, indoor velodrome in New Zealand was a pretty big incentive to get into it and mm-hmm. had a pretty cool friend group um, living out at Otatara, just on the outskirts of Invercargill. So we would uh, go to school and all meet up on our bikes after and go training and, I guess that competitive and fun nature of it got us uh, to where we are today. So nice. Uh, and when did you kind of realize that, you know, kilo time trials were your thing? Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting looking back, probably when I started, like I think a lot of juniors can dabble in a bit of endurance and sprint, mm. but there definitely is a defining point, um, probably under 19s is where you probably can't do both. But it's just been, yeah, a bit of a weird trait with myself, um, being able to dabble in, you know, both and not needing a lot of um, sprint training, but I can still go out there and, you know, give the sprinters a good run. So it's a pretty unique side of me, but it's a bit of a mystery sometimes of how I can do it. Well, it's a good crossover event, isn't it? It's it's that sort of join between endurance and sprint tracks like this, I think. Yeah, like um, when you compare me, you know, if I line up at a world champs, I'll be one of the slowest out of the gate. Um, 
or sometimes not the slowest, but it's pretty slow compared to your Jeffrey Hooglands and so so on. But you know, I, I can hold it together, and I've normally got um, one of the faster laps in the closing um, lap. So yeah, looking at that, like yeah, it'd be nice to be faster out of the gate, but then you know the kilo is not my full focus either. But yeah. Yeah. How, I mean, how you, you're more, I guess, uh, on the endurance side now, you do uh, a fair amount of the endurance races on the track too, right? And obviously Team Pursuit, uh, I'm guessing, is your main focus for this year? Yeah, yep, for sure. So it's the main focus. And I think like sitting down a couple of years ago, it's always been the pathway. Um, the kilos always just kind of been there. Like I could mm. do the biggest roadblock and I could line up the next day and probably do my fastest kilo. So yeah, it's a bit confusing. I've had a lot of coaches um, go, we just don't understand why or how. Um, and there was a great scenario running into the Commonwealth Games. Uh, I was a bit unlucky with my form there and kind of missed out on TP selection and thought, oh, I'll give the kilo a nudge. So um, I trained myself like a sprinter and I probably did the worst kilo of my life. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah, you, you, you always look back and go, oh, if we got it right there and, you know, but um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, Craig Craig Palmer. Um, a lot of respect for him, and he uh, got me to. I think yeah, I've got got a picture on my wall right here. Fifty nine point six is my PB, and that was heading into the Tokyo Olympics. Um, I was a P reserve, and they had a record night up in Cambridge here. And I thought, oh, I want to give the kilo a nudge, and uh, didn't really have too many expectations. Thought, oh yeah, fifty nine nine would be pretty nice to beat that minute mark, but. You know, went out and rocked a pretty good time. And, uh, yeah, like, the New Zealand record was done at Mexico. So it was a bit bittersweet. I was pretty close right. to it. But, yeah, yeah. that was kind so, of my biggest road training block. What, what's the New Zealand record? Uh, I think that... it's 59.5 maybe, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. Who, who has that? Uh, that's all Simon um, Ben Belthoven, So Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, I, I mean... <laughs> do you train specifically for a kilo or is it just uh just knock one out when there's one to ride yeah so yeah literally like um it's just been knock one out i think the team pursuit um being the starter like the role there mm. um definitely complements a kilo but i've always just had the ability to jump on the track bike and do a quick 250 for an endurance rider mm. um and then with the endurance then be able to you know hold on to that so yeah it's just been freshness has always been a big thing for me if i'm fresh i can form and then if i have the endurance from the training that's you know a next top yeah. up so those two um contribute to a good kilo for me do you have a strategy for your kilos or you know the, the sort of the joke is that you just go hell for leather and then hold hold on yeah that's basically yeah. it yeah and it's pretty much that just you know coming out of the gate that's where i'm losing time so i've got to be as quick out of the gate as i can be um you know i've always looked um at my video analysis and there was times where i was you know not getting to optimize out of the gate and i was sitting there for a bit losing time so that's been a big work on um but yeah these days it's just i've, I've got to go um started riding a bigger gear um so you've got to get on top of that and there's the mm. kilos where you know you don't get on top of that gear and you know you're in for a for a long one but yeah do you use the same gear and setup as tp or team pursuit um not not quite uh probably still on the oh, 
it was the same setup a couple of years ago, but with the bigger gears we're now approaching, um, yeah, probably a few inches off TP gear. Um, and yeah, there's, there's new things coming into play too, shorter cranks, um, and all that stuff too. So that definitely makes you want to put a bit of a smaller gear on sometimes for a kilo. Um, and then also looking at track pressure and stuff, um, temperature, that's always something, you know, mm. at a world taken into account. Uh, we've got plenty of gear, uh, freaks in the club. Like what, what gear do you actually use for a kilo versus a team pursuit at the moment? Yes, I think the uh, quickest I've been was a 15-2. I kind of like that combination. I can't remember the chain ring size, but, yeah, the 115-2 was kind of always my safe gear. Um, right. And then I have gone up to, like, 118 um, and done similar times. But, yeah, I think the 15-2, the I could really feel the cadence, um, mm. and that was a big thing for me. The way I ride corner three and four of my two in the standing 250, um, I can really wind it through there and feel it and get on top of it, which then rewards me at the end also when I blow. Um, that right. gets a bit smaller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then the key the key question is like, do you do you enjoy doing them? Oddly enough, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, the best part of it is when you, when you do one and I kind of just go, oh yeah, that was good. Walk off the track and then you see a sprinter you know, on the ground. <laughs> um, some of my best kilos um, I've walked off the track and been fine. Like, yeah, it's, it's just funny. I've got that sprint side to me, but yeah, then you, you see what a pure sprinter um, suffers through a kilo like, and you know, I haven't had many feelings like that. So I'm pretty lucky. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's incredible watching, I think nationals, uh, I've seen it a couple of times when you do a kilo, and then you about ten minutes later you're doing a points race or an elimination or something. I mean, yeah, the, the, surely you feel it then. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Normally the nationals, um, even coming out under nineteen, right through to elite, you normally get the kilo and then the scratch race after it. So, um, yeah, I've had plenty of times where it's like, yeah, you jump off and then you next minute on your bunch bike. Um, so yeah, you know, it's you, you're going to be pretty precious in the scratch race sitting on, but. No, it's, it's all, all part of it. Eh? It's good fun. Talked a little bit about training there. Like at the moment, is your full focus on track, or uh, I mean, you've just done the New Zealand Cycle Classic. You did Southland as well uh, yeah. last year. I mean, there's a wide range of distances you're doing. <laughs> how do you kind of yeah. manage it, or how do you plan for it? Or yeah, like that's the uh, the main tours like Southland and Cycle Classic. Like they're real good fundamentals to um you know leapfrog you into the year so that's what i've always found southland's just been great to set up the the next year um and then cycle classic we rode down there this year so that was 700k then race so we had a real big training box so you you rode down into the year as well but sorry you rode from cambridge um, the national team yeah, Cambridge to Masterton. So we did that over four days. And um, I think the second day we went up the ski field as well to row. Um, so, yeah, that's why we were a bit fatigued when we got down there. But it was all part of it and uh, all part of the plan, yeah, towards, yeah, Paris. <laughs> all right. So did you have panniers or uh, no, was this proper we, we, <laughs> we had the coach in the back. He, uh, he was in his van, so he was a support crew. We had plenty of punches i was getting punches every day and we had a bit of 
gravel roading and a bit of different terrain on the way down, which was pretty awesome and roads you'll never drive. So yeah, it was yeah. actually a pretty cool experience. But you know, that is the fundamentals of starting off the year with, you know, gone yeah. and done that and that that should be rewarding later later on. So you mentioned Paris just then. Um you're you've been in the a may say in the team pursuit squad for a few years now hey is is this the, yeah. the always been the goal yeah um i've been i was a reserve for rio and mm-hmm. then tokyo was a traveling reserve um tokyo is probably the best form of my life um it was just a bit unlucky with how covid and everything panned mm-hmm. out but you know i think i know where i've got to get to um i have been battling a bit of fatigue into this year so that's i'm not attending the first nations cup which is a setback in its own but also another opportunity for me after this big training block um to also you know take a leapfrog so definitely just yeah getting back in and building some good foundations to be valuable later in the year yeah i did notice that um was that a surprise not to go to that nation's cup yeah it was a surprise but then also you know, you can't be peaking all year round and yeah. coming off Southland and I actually did a stint in China. I'd done 32 race days in just over a month and a bit. So, um, yeah, I think we learned a lesson. I needed a bigger break after things like that. And that's probably a bit of that sprint side coming out of me and tolerating the load. So mm. yeah, definitely was a bit fatigued, um, during December and stuff during the selection process. But yeah, I think we know where not to go too deep now yeah. and uh, protect uh, the assets and yeah I think you know I can see myself back on the start line pretty soon anyway yeah okay uh, and how do you balance this with your kind of you've, you're part of a uh, which road team are you in now is it um, um, St. George, St. George. St. George yeah yeah how, do you have many commitments with them that you've got to meet as well this year um yeah there's some opportunities coming up mm. but yeah, DS Brett um, Dudden, he's just, he's great. He loves track cycling. Um, he's been there, done it himself, been a pretty successful um, mm. Olympian. So, yeah, he's very understanding and loves supporting track riders. So, we're quite lucky this year. Um, my coach is also on board with the team, Boris Clark, and then Tom mm-hmm. Sexton, teammate. He's also on St. George this year. So, pretty exciting. Um, we've got an opportunity in March, I think, tour of Thailand. Um, mm-hmm. So, we'll going over there um and that'll be following a nation's cup and then yeah i think there's a couple of other stuff maybe later in the year but with st george it's pretty unique because um they just get invites during the year and you know we can work it and with the team we've got a pretty good roster um yeah last year was my first proper year in asia and i really enjoyed it and i uh, mm-hmm. learned a lot got a um, win there and yeah definitely see myself going back uh later in the year yeah I mean, do you plan this entire season? Like, how far back are you? Have you planned stuff leading up to uh, uh, to the Olympics? Well, I think yeah, yeah. I think like the focus is the Olympics, so it's like yeah, that's the focus. Um, what I've got to mm. do for the track team commitments, I'm 100 percent committed to that. Um, what can be worked around that is you know negotiable. So tour of Thailand like that is that negotiable bit. Um, good exposure on the road. Um, good intensity at the long stages like 200 plus k's um so that's what we need time on the bike mm. at intensity so you take those opportunities but uh other than that yeah definitely focused on the track and it's just gym track sessions and uh yeah hopefully that's the medicine and recipe for paris yeah when uh when did the team announce 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, April will be like nominations around then. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll, it'll come pretty quickly, but yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of you guys that are aiming for those spots, right? Um, how do you, do you all get along? What, what's the vibe like? Are you all kind of feeling the pressure yeah. or? Oh, I don't, don't think so. Like we're pretty competitive, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been around for a few cycles now, so it's yeah, you, you definitely learn a lot, um, especially when you don't get in the team. You learn a lot how to conduct mm. yourself, um, approach approach things. But yeah, like we're seeing some pretty cool depth coming through. Um, we've got a few of the younger guys now, like putting their hands up, and yeah, mm. it's a pretty cool spot to be in. An environment with everyone doing PVs, and you've got to keep on your game. That's for sure. What other events are you? enjoying on the track like you do the, obviously do the kilo whenever you kind of fancy it yeah. but then also you know you, you you pop up in all sorts of places right you do the madisons you do you know i've, I've yeah. supported you ride really good points races and eliminations but are there other events that you're keen on as well as the team pursuit um used to be like yeah used to throw my hand up for those but yeah as the racing's got faster and um my ability to recover like being that sprint nature probably has pushed me out of those races now. So I'm like always have had that focus on team pursuit and then Kilo's just been a bonus after the team pursuit for me. Um, but then I've also got a bit of a iliac artery issue I was diagnosed with um, about a few years ago. So that kind of has halted my bunch racing ability. Um, so yeah, it, I, I had looked at getting the surgery and then weighed up a few things and just thought, oh, I can keep doing what I'm doing pretty good. So it's just been a decision on my behalf to keep approaching it as I am. So you, you've got to have a surgery at some point. Do you mean? Uh, it, it only affects me on the bike. So it's quite a common um, issue with cyclists. I had a few teammates, um, Josh Scott, he had it. Mm-hmm. I know there's been quite a few guys in the pro peloton that have had it, but yeah, literally it's, um, I get restricted blood flow to my left leg. So it lactates before my right leg. So yeah, it's, it's, a bit of a mental game um you know it's normally on the bunch bike i get it and long efforts on the road or something but then the road racing i can hide um and i can recover team pursuit is fine and then yeah bunch racing i'm kind of i can live without mentioned a few moments ago just about you know the gear choice are you very keen on you know knowing what's going on on the tech side you're happy to let the mechanics just do their thing and you'll just go and ride or do you get sort of right into that that side of things as well? Um, yeah, I think like just knowing what gear you're on so you don't get a surprise when you come out of the gate, like that's mm. always a nice thing. Um, like, yeah, I, it is kind of you try in the team pursuit, like ride the same gear and, you know, mm. you'll make an agreement to ride the same gear. But, um, yeah, there's yeah reasoning like, yeah, you might be – doing a different job uh, as a starter so you might go a couple inches smaller um or like yeah kilo wise um you might have a bit of fatigue from the team pursuit that was two days before so i might choose my gear a bit smaller and think oh, yeah, i'm going to get out of the gate quicker mm-hmm. um and to push for bigger gear so yeah definitely is in play but then you look at a couple of training sessions um i can do my start laps on 115 and then go 117 and be similar start lap times so yeah at the end of the day if the mechanic put a gear on i rode it you know <laughs> sometimes you won't know and you mentioned smaller cranks earlier as well like what sort of lengths are, are people putting on these days 
Yeah, so I think I remember when I first came on the program, I think we were running 175s. Uh-huh. Um, currently, we're down to 155s. Um, so it's quite a shift in crank length. Has it made that much of a difference? Yeah, it has. Um, it's yeah, quite different at first. Um, you do get used to it. Mm-hmm. I probably don't like it for the kilo. Um, I really like to, yeah, be able to ride quite erratically and get the power out and feel mm. the cadence. Feel like that does um, disappear a bit with shorter crank in the kilo. But yeah, for team pursuiting benefits, which is the main objective, yeah, there's a reason. And uh, yeah, I'm all for it on there. Uh, do you dabble in the aero side of things as well? Yeah, like have made um, pretty good progress. It's another one you look at photos from us, you know, five, six years ago, and you, you go, man, if we knew that now, um, we would have been flying back then. But yeah, definitely it's something that we're approaching pretty in depth now. Um, for me, being a bit broader in the shoulders and everything, it's mm. a bit more of a challenge. But yeah, definitely getting to a pretty good place. I mean, look, this is from a punter's point of view. I'm, you know, watching you guys on the telly doing a 65 or something, looking through a tiny gap between your hands uh, at the guy's wheel, which is two or three inches in front of you. I mean, do you ever think this is absolutely mental? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes, like, especially when you have that close call and you go, oh, like, that was that was pretty close. Um, and, yeah, it, it happens. Like, yeah, yeah. it's... It's crazy on race day though, like you can be so focused and it's just all that stuff just comes into play. Um, and that's the biggest thing, training with your team. Um, you know what that guy in front of you, how he rides, um, where he might ease, where he might take off from you. So yeah, that that is the biggest thing, riding as a team and learning how your team rides. Yeah. And that's that's how you get the trust, um, to be able to hold that position. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks amazing. Love it. Love watching that event. Um, and then in terms of trading sessions, what's what's your sort of standard week looking like? You've done your big road miles. Are you still doing lots of road miles, or is it uh, basically into the velodrome now? Yeah, like I got a bit sick just following Cycle Classic, so it was just yeah, a bit of a come off the pedals a bit. Still was riding hour hour and a half, but. You just slowly um, worked my way back up and did like four hours in the weekend. Um, just a couple of hours today in gym and then tomorrow got track in the morning and a couple of hours in the Arvo. So um, yeah, for me, it is a bit of a different pathway just right now. Um, but I'm actually heading down to Invercargill on the Wednesday and we've got the Gorda Invercargill um, Handicap Classic down there. Oh, yeah. Stonewood um, Handicap Race. Um, and then we've got the New Year Track Carnival. So uh i think it was 10 years ago it popped up on facebook two days ago um that was when i was last down there i won the wheel race so thought it'd be cool to go home and uh yeah give it a wee nudge again and you know that's the place it all started so it's always cool to go home and yeah awesome get to yeah soon. yeah and, and you're doing plenty of gym work too yeah yep gym um we have quite a big emphasis on that um for me even though I've got that great sprint, you know, my numbers probably haven't been up and in the last year or so, um, started pushing those to being pretty consistent now. So yeah, definitely see big benefit in the gym for us and pushing bigger gears and the torque requirements with the shorter cranks and all that now. So is it how many times a week are you, are you lifting? Uh, Yeah, we go, go gym twice a week. 
Um, and yeah, still like there's still a bit of road riding around mm-hmm. it too, but yeah, definitely bene- benefits us. And, and pure strength work in the gym, is it, you know, low, high weights, low reps, that kind of thing or? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like when we start off, we'll, we'll have a few more reps and then like um, today um, we're just, you're yeah, knocking it down to four, four reps, but yeah, having a bit more weight on there just to keep the load in there. And that is something just from an injury prevention side and everything. Um, yeah. Just keep a bit of load through the legs is always nice. And yeah, we've probably been real good as a team on that now and seeing a lot more success with injury prevention, et cetera. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, I was having a, a good scroll through your Instagram earlier. You, you post a lot of photos of fishing and catching big fish. Is that your other passion? <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's when i can catch a fish <laughs> no yeah that's uh definitely another passion of mine and kind of adopted that as the um yeah the mental mental break away from cycling i think that's that's what i'd call it so yeah probably got into boating i think five years ago now got my f- first few boats and yeah had a few boats now and it's just something that i enjoy when i can um used to do a lot more of it but yeah, as training ramps up and stuff, you you definitely can't get out as much. And but yeah, I love love getting out there on the water and kind of forget about everything and come back reset, ready to train. And occasionally with a fish, but sometimes not. <laughs> yeah, occasionally in December I had four days in the water and I think I brought one fish home. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was game fishing, so it's a different different sort of fishing. But <laughs> oh, very good. All right, two more questions. So firstly, what time are you going to do in the Kilo at National Champs in March? I'm guessing you're going to be yeah. doing the Kilo then. What time yeah, I, will you do? 59.4? Oh, I don't don't think it'll be that fast, I think, with all the endurance. <laughs> I'd, I'd say around the minute would be nice. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've actually touched down into a 59, I think a couple of years now. So mm. yeah, I've got to go the safe and just hopefully the 60-second mark. <laughs> Okay, and finally then, uh, what what time are you going to clock up in Paris for the Team Pursuit, you guys? Yeah, it's, we saw Euros the other day. There's a few mm. quick times down there. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a hard one to predict, I think. Like, everyone's going to be there on their A game, track conditions. I think looking at Tokyo, there was a pretty hot track there. Um, I got to train on it with the team right into race day and definitely saw some quick times there but yeah i think 44 43 44 would be nice to pull Mm -hmm. pull out the bag and put us in the hunt for a medal cool yeah look forward to seeing it yeah Yeah, look thanks thanks nick thanks for joining and um all the best this year hope it goes well awesome thank you very much